0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card,
1: right this way,
0: it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at PurdueGlobal.edu. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 podcast.
2: UFC two eighty five. I'm here with Bo Nickel. Bo, thanks thanks for checking in with me, dog. Of course. You're a wrestler, though. Now, you showed up here in your running shoes, son. I mean, look at this, my <laughs> boy Bo Nickel. Bo, you're the dog. So you got, and I'm a ball buster, as you guys know. So I've, I've known this kid for a while. So, but you got that main card mentality. Where you suit at? Like you got to give get dolled up a little bit more.
3: I keep it uh, I keep it casual for the most part, but I'll bust the suit out for the press conference. Yeah. so I'm ready to go. That's what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. I'm ready to go. How's it feel? It's How's awesome. it feel? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, you know. Just being in this position, I uh, kind of think like, you know, back I, I only started MMA a year and a half ago, and so it's gone really fast. Like to be here where I'm at now is pretty crazy. But I feel ready. I feel you know just excited to embrace the moment and you know all my experience of competing. I'm sure that uh, you know. That means a lot to me, and I'm I'm sure it'll mean a lot in the fight. You know, I have gotten a lot of
2: shit because of some (laughs) of the claims I make about you. Because they'll say stuff like, uh, could you talk about Bull Nickel? And I'm like, well, he's going to be the greatest middleweight of all time. He's going to beat everybody, and he's ready to fight guys in the top 10 right now. And they say that's my wrestling bias. But I believe it. (laughs) To those people who doubt you still, what do you
3: say to them? You know it's, it's really interesting because I would say coming into MMA um, there's definitely just a lot of attention on the sport and so you hear those those negative voices but overall like 95% of people that talk to me are super positive and believe in me and so I think the you know short uh, few people that can't that don't really believe in me. I think they don't really know me. They don't yeah. know what I've been through. They don't understand what it's like to be a collegiate athlete in the NCAA competing at the highest level. They don't understand how hard I work. They don't listen to interviews of how I talk about the sport, my mindset. And so they just want to put a label on me and, and try to bring me down because, you know, in their mind it's unrealistic. But they, they don't know me at all. To be that... To have that expectation that's unrealistic.
2: Yeah. But why in the world, right? You can have a thousand positive, yeah. but there's like two negative yeah. and you're like locking on the, the negative. Loudest. Like, what is that?
3: I don't know, man. I it's think, the yeah, worst. I think it's just competitive nature, right? Like, yeah. I just want to prove, like, if somebody doesn't believe in me, I just want to prove them wrong, right? I just want to like, you know, I'm not like necessarily a mean guy, but I do want to like shove it in their face a little bit. Yeah. Like, if we get competitive, like... Playing whatever it could be a board game and my boy's talking trash like at the end if I win like you're gonna get it a little bit that's
2: like the thing that I think makes most wrestlers relatable because yep. we're just like insanely competitive you <laughs> don't want to lose right. in anything Doesn't matter and that comes from being in that sport where it's one on one all yep. the time you know I think the one thing that and if I'm recalling this correctly you and Miles Martin mm-hmm. right he got you in the big tens yep. then you pinned him right. right I think that moment to me <laughs> is what I feel prepares you most for what you're about to undertake. Because to have to rebuild after a week or two weeks is not long to come back from that and deal with the adversity because you very rarely lost. So to take a loss, Big Ten's two weeks later, you pin the guy. That adversity and your ability to get through that, I think will prepare you for what you're going to see soon because it'll be Jamie Pickett this weekend. Mm -hmm. It'll be another guy like Jamie Pickett. And then it'll be the best fighters in the world. Right. Because you're going to fight in a way that it makes you have to have that. For sure. How much can you take from your wrestling career and apply it to the journey that you're starting
3: now? Yeah, you know, so much. I think that, you know, just the experience of competing in a big crowd in a big event. And uh, not only the experience of doing that, but getting both ends of the spectrum of, of winning and of losing, right? Yeah. Like, I've lost in front of a lot of people, right? Like, I haven't lost much, but... The, the times I have lost, it's been really, really big. And, uh, you know, you, you brought up Miles Martin, and now I look back at my college career, like I'm so grateful to have had a guy to push me, like a yeah. rival, really a rival that, uh, you know, was, was able to, you know, I was able to beat him, he was able to beat me, and we, we had a, a good, you know, it, it really made me better. And so now I look at all of that experience of failing when the pressure was on, of succeeding when the pressure was on, and now it's like that just – up a little bit, up, a, up yeah. a notch. And so most people, they're kind of coming from nothing to all of a sudden they're in this spotlight. Yeah. I've had a, a slow kind of build, right? Youth wrestling, state championships in high school, NCA, and now I'm in the UFC. And uh, I think that like life experience and the, what that has done has just really prepared me for this. Not that it's, that was bigger, right? Like this is bigger, but I've been able to build to it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And this is the one thing I think people miss. In wrestling, everybody's like, phenomenal at that one skill yeah but in mma it's like they're maybe not as good at wrestling but they have the striking yeah but you ultimately have that that superior wrestling pedigree right the guys that you see in the octagon won't have that ability how sure are you that you can impose that style of fighting on whoever
3: you want right well 100 you know there's there's no doubt in my mind that anyone in the ufc i'll be able to impose that style just because i'm still competing against the absolute best wrestlers in the world, day in day out at Penn State, right? Dude, like, it's crazy what you I guys still have get there. A, yeah, like I still get to train with those guys, and I know how I'm doing in the room there. I know right now, like if I put my all into wrestling, I'll be the Olympic gold medalist in 2024, mm-hmm. right? I'm more passionate about MMA, so I want to achieve that. But knowing that. I can go out there and throw down a dude and pin him who he's been he's been wrestling his whole life he's been wrestling twenty years. Yeah, what's a dude that's been never wrestled in their life? Can or wrestling in training camp? Yeah, that's not the that same. was always
2: yeah. the thing that like gave yeah. me confidence. I'm like this dude has been wrestling for eight weeks. Yeah, how's yeah. he gonna be able to stop me from taking him to the ground?
3: Exactly. Yeah, like I've got twenty years. You got eight weeks. It just doesn't add up. Just no, like the math doesn't work.
2: So. I followed your career for a long time, obviously. I remember you wrestling in Texas. Yeah. Uh, was it the Texas Dynamite or something you all used to that wrestle? That was one of the clubs. <laughs> like, yeah, well, that was that like, like the Texas Dynamite <laughs> or some shit Dallas like that? Dynamite, yeah. Dallas Dynamite. Dallas
3: Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, you wrestled
2: with the Dallas Dynamite. <laughs> and then watch you go to Penn State and, then, and high school uh, and everything, being one of the best. And then you get into MMA. And then I start hearing that your mom's a boxing coach? Where the fuck was this information your entire life? Like, yeah. where was this
3: information? So, my mom, uh, we, I, before I moved to Texas, I lived in Albuquerque. And so, my yeah. mom uh, just got into boxing. And she trained at Jackson Wink a little bit. <laughs> and she had, like, five amateur boxing fights. So, she always just, like, loved uh, sports. She played college basketball and stuff. And with my dad uh, being a wrestling coach, she just got into combat sports. You know, and then she got an opportunity, actually, to, like... Uh, fight there was a it was police versus firefighters like a charity event yeah and there was no female firefighter but there was a female police officer so they asked her if she would fight and she was like all right i'll do it and she trained <laughs> like six weeks won the fight and then was like i really like this so yeah. then she started you know she had a few more amateur fights and uh, i think i mean she started later like she had four kids at the time and a job but like she just loved it and enjoyed it and so that was kind of like a normal thing for me so how much did she
2: impart on you as you were growing up like were yeah. you guys hitting pads and boxing as kids because no, you seem yeah. pretty you seem pretty set on your feet yep. like you're not lost like most of us right. as wrestlers most of us are throwing the <laughs> over here, right and diving for the legs yeah when we first start you don't seem mm-hmm. like as confused mm-hmm. in the stand-up
3: no I, I feel pretty good in the stand-up you know I, I would say like with my mom and i growing up it was more like Playing around, sparring, touching, and she would, yeah. she pretty much could beat me up until I was like 17. So uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want to I didn't want to get in there too much with her. But uh, yeah, now like moving into MMA, I I'm fortunate I have a really good boxing coach. His mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's my age is an MMA fighter as well, but he grew up boxing in Philly, uh, named uh, Moose, and uh, so he had probably 60, 70 amateur boxing matches, yeah. and he was a collegiate national champion boxing, got a scholarship to Penn State to box, and so. I'm able to work with him and he just has those fundamentals that like, you know, even if you go There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
0: Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today.
0: This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it, because when it comes to your fee, eBay has your back. detail inspection so when you finally step into those grill kicks you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other and with ebay authenticity guarantee the feeling of real is always within reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for times
3: to an mma uh gym where a striking guy is teaching you like mma striking whereas moose is legit boxing Philly like, yeah. style my striking. guy
2: my yep. guy was an Olympic alternate, yeah. and I just wanted the pure boxing guy yeah. to help me develop the skills in the sweet science. Bo, before you started this MMA journey, here's the thing about MMA. A lot of ego, Definitely. right? Yeah. But you went and you grappled against that guy, Nick Rodriguez, I think his is Gordon name? Ryan. Gordon, yeah, Gordon <laughs> I don't know. I, Gordon Ryan. <laughs> They're all it, doesn't matter, right? nah. it doesn't matter, right? You lose to him. It doesn't matter, right? I challenge myself in these ways. Mm-hmm. There's just no ego about it. That comes from wrestling, right? The ups and the downs. So you can really take on this MMA with a pretty clear
3: conscience, right? Yeah, I feel like, you know, for me, having just thousands and thousands of reps in competition. And you have, as a kid, like, you know, I'm wrestling all the best kids in the country traveling around. Constantly. Constantly. And you kind of have to learn to deal with loss and deal with adversity. And uh, if you you get overconfident, if you get cocky, if you think you can't be beat... You're always going to be humbled, right? Yeah. You know, I think that every wrestler that started as a kid that had a lot of success has experienced that at one point. And so for me, I realized that at the end of the day, like winning and losing, that doesn't change me as a person.
2: Yeah.
3: My value is just in my best effort, right? Like Getting I want better. to go get better every single day. And if I put my best effort out in the fight, regardless of whether I win or lose, I'm going to be happy with that.
2: Yeah.
3: Let's get to the fight. Jamie Pickett, minus 1,600.
1: (laughs)
2: Minus 1,600. That's got to be one of the bigger favorites I've ever seen in MMA. But with that comes an expectation of what the fight's supposed to look like. Right. Do you feel that? Do you feel any pressure in that regard that you got to not only win but dominate in your first time? Fighting in the UFC and then calling for a main card slot, you were like, if I'm not on the main card, I might as well retire. (laughs) Like, that's crazy. That's a crazy thought, and then you get it.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because a lot of people were mad at me about that. Like, oh, this, that. I'm like, well, at the end of the day, it's not my call, but the UFC thought the same as me. So we're here now. Um, But as far as like the pressure and stuff, you know, I definitely do feel it, right? Like, people expect me to go out there and finish this guy. I'm a big favorite. Um, But I would say that that really aligns with how I feel internally too, you know? So it's not like, out of alignment, I feel very aligned in that my expectation is a first-round finish. I want to go out there, dominate, smash mm-hmm. this guy. And so, it's not any different from what anybody else thinks. And I feel more pressure for myself than I do from anyone else. I spoke to him in
2: the back a little bit ago, and he goes, everybody expects me to lose, but I'm here to shock the world.
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> a lot of people say that. Yeah, I mean, I've, <laughs> people have been saying that about me since, like, I was a kid, right? Like, yeah. you know, when I was, I think, eight or nine years old, this is a crazy story, I wrestled at, I was wrestling a home tournament, right? Like in Wyoming. I lived in Wyoming at the time. <laughs> and uh, a little gym. And uh, I got pinned in a headlock. This kid took yeah. me out, pinned me. And I was devastated. I was crying, right? Two weeks later, we go uh, to the tournament. This kid that I wrestled is wearing a shirt. Says, I beat Bo Nickel. And Come has on. the date on it. I swear, bro. I'm like nine years old. <laughs> That's what I've been dealing with since I was a little kid. So everybody's always coming for me. Everybody's always going to shock the world. And yeah, have I lost a few times? Yeah, I have. You know. And at the end of the day, everybody's going to give their best to me. But, you know, as, as a 27-year-old man with a lot of life experience, I feel fully prepared for whatever happens in there. And so, you know, if he expects to shock the world, I think he's going to be more shocked than anyone else.
2: You know, it's, uh, there's pressure in everything. Pressure in wrestling, pressure in fighting. You make your UFC de- debut this weekend. But I'll tell you where the real, pre- real pressure lies. Making a good steak. <laughs> right? Hey, is that You're, not no, steak Sundays? Yeah. Steak Sundays are yeah. one of my favorite Instagram things let's that I go. do. Every Sunday. Yeah. I'm like, let's see what Bo Nickel is making. Like, yeah, well, man. where did this start, right? This idea yeah. to make these I mean some good cuts of meat and mm-hmm. then your face, when you cut it with the nice <laughs> knife and
3: it's like it's the best steak i've ever seen someone eat i love it bro i love it i've always loved uh you know i grew up like my dad loved grilling he would always like grill steaks and stuff like that and that was like a big treat you know as a kid and so when i got into college like one of the first things i I purchased was a grill yeah started messing around fiddling around and i just have always always loved it something that just like hits close to home with me and uh, my social media guy actually had the idea he's like dude because I'm always grilling steaks anyways he's like we should start doing a steak sunday thing and so my guy Ronan who does all my social was like he set it up and then, yeah, we've been filming, so I'm just happy to share with people because I love doing it. Why
2: you gotta cut it so slow though?
3: Hey, you, why, you, why you gotta cut the steak so slow though? Or you cut the steak super slow, yeah, why? Yeah, just, you, you know, gotta see how moist it is, yeah, right? Yeah, I wanna make it a little dramatic for the Yeah, people, like make know. sure you see all the juice, how yeah, tender it is. 100%. Well, yeah. you look a little bigger. You look like you put on some muscle mm-hmm. as you're getting ready to. Yeah, I did. So, you know, I I'd normally been probably 202 to 204, like just regularly, mm-hmm. and I decided, you know, the the weigh-ins are so different in mma than wrestling right? 30 get, hours yeah you get such a long time so you know i talked with my uh strength coach and uh my nutritionist and they're like we can get you up a little heavier so i'm coming in i started this camp coming down from about 207 good so i'm quite a bit uh bigger i feel feel good and solid and yeah just you know make sure that every single thing that i'm doing is like completely on point
2: how does the fight in on saturday night First-round finish, for sure. Yeah. Knockout or submission? Because that transition to the triangle last time was sick. Thank you. Yo, that bro. triangle <laughs> transition. I was like,
3: yo, this do, do it, it. It. It was nice. I was like, I got the that grapple. Too. Yeah, bro. That was nice. Thank you. Um, you know, it's hard to predict uh, with fighting, you know, because, like, you know, I-, I think that more than likely I'll probably submit him. Um, but you land a big shot, and it's, like, it's over, right? Like, I definitely have knockout power, mm-hmm. and so I think he's going to be really worried about the wrestling, which opens up the striking, yeah. as you know. Uh, but... I think more than likely a submission, but you never know, I might I might put him out.
2: Last one before I let you go. Is it odd when you start seeing guys, Are you self-compared to guys like Hamzat Chemaev and mm-hmm. all those guys that have that much hype around them? Is it odd when you see that? Are those guys, like, even saying your name when you're just getting started? It
3: definitely is odd, you know. it's It's been crazy the amount of attention I've got. You know, I think relative to most fighters, or really any fighters, the, the attention I've got is pretty unprecedented. Yeah. So, Hearing you know people talking about me, calling me out, stuff that guys have been fighting the UFC forever, that are you know top ranked guys, it's uh, it's definitely something I'm more grateful for than anything because it's like I've been barely training, I'm already on these people's minds, and yeah. you know they're on my mind too. You know I'm I'm obviously thinking about this fight first and foremost, but at the end of the day, my goal is to be pound for pound number one fighter in the world, and I have to I want to beat all the best guys to get there. And all those guys, it's all about matchups.
2: Yep. Anybody you think you can compete with. Anybody, yeah, for sure. Even today, like a
3: year and a half in, you think you can compete with any fighter in the world? 100%, you know, I think that um, I'm going to continue to get better and better, obviously. I think right now where I'm at, uh, my skill set, there's really nobody that can do what I can do as far as wrestling goes. Like I was saying, you put the be- some of the best wrestlers in the world against me, I can still throw those guys down and pin them. What's yeah. a guy supposed to do that's never wrestled in his life? You know, like, uh, and 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 I don't think most people won't understand that. They won't understand what that means. Like, they're gonna think you're arrogant. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, like, I'm taking grown men in a wrestling sense. I'm throwing them down, right? Put people that have never wrestled in their life against me. N- people that don't understand like what what we understand. Yeah. They're not gonna be able to relate to that or understand. Yeah. yeah. It took it took Alex Pereira a year.
2: Can you envision a year from now being in a position where you could be challenging for a championship?
3: You know, I think it's definitely possible. Just with the way it's gone in the last year and a half for me has been super crazy. So, with fighting, you never know, right? Like things happen really quickly, and uh, I think that 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 could be uh, could be realistic. But at the same time, for me, the goal isn't just to be the UFC champ, right? Like I think it's right be the now, the best in the world. I want to be the number one pound for pound fighter in the world, and so. I have to develop and get better and continue to improve to to get to that point. I don't think I'm the pound-for-pound best guy in the world right now. But that's where I want to be. And so that's why I'm continuing to work and put in all the time and energy and effort to get there. Guys, you'll get no arguments
2: from me. I'm all in on Bo Nickel. Uber Uber prospect Bo Nickel makes his UFC debut this weekend, UFC 285, on the main card like he told y'all. So y'all make sure y'all press that buy button so y'all can take him in because I've seen it. I've seen it on the wrestling mat since he was a child. And I have seen it on the Contender Series. I believe this kid has a bright future ahead of him. And I'm calling him a kid because he's 27. I'm 43. I'm an old man. So I can call (laughs) him a kid. But he's got a bright future. Make sure you tune in to catch Bo Nickel take on Jamie Pickett at UFC 285. Until then, like, subscribe, tell your friend to tell their friend that DC's got a YouTube channel. Till next time, guys. Bo, thanks for checking in with me, bro. Appreciate Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Peace.
1: Offer valid of on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024 See participating retailer for details Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep You know what this playground could use? A wine country Heck yeah, and some waves So we could go surfing
2: oh, God. <laughs> ah, Love that A redwood forest would be
0: cool
1: Ah, ski slopes. Let's
0: do it. Um, tenor girl goes shopping. Yeah,
1: baby! Wait! Did we just invent California?
0: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.